curious humans, gentle ladies, lad men, ladies and gentlemen, dreamers and dreams alike, and welcome to the Devolver Digital Forecast here at forecast.devolverdigital.com. Hi, I'm your co-host JM, and Jared's not here this week. Jared's not feeling well. Jared, we wish you all the best. Uh, this week, however, I am joined by our very own Vieco. Say hi, Vieco. Hello. And we have a special guest. Uh, holy crap, I don't know your last name, Luis. Moreno. Moreno. <laughs> oh, Moreno. There it is. It's right on the screen. Uh, Luis Moreno, uh, the developer of Bleak Sword and the upcoming Bleak Sword DX. Hi, how are you? Hola. <laughs> I'm fine, thanks. Good. Uh, thanks for coming on the show. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So for anybody who doesn't know, uh, Bleak Sword was a it was a it was a launch title for Apple Arcade, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was launch. It was a yeah, it was a launch title on Apple Arcade. Uh, really wonderful game. Um, um, would you say it's like a a pixel Souls like action almost? Yeah. What I, would you describe it? You as? would say that. Yeah. Okay. Cool. <laughs> then I will. Um, really wonderful uh, for the Apple Arcade, and now we have Bleak Sword DX coming up uh, for uh, Steam in the very near future, which we're all excited about. Um, how did you get started making games? Well, I I started in when I had. When I was 17 years old, I I started uh, looking for. Um, bueno, ahora igual podemos hacer ya <laughs> traducción, viejo. Dale, vale. Vale, pues empecé con 17 años eh, porque vi una oferta de trabajo mientras estaba en el instituto. Te voy diciendo frases cortas y vas diciendo. Sí, yo creo que lo hacemos así. So I started when I was 17 years old, uh, when I saw an offer for some work. Sí, y me hicieron la prueba, era para, anima para animador, y yo no había animado nunca. Entonces, en cuanto salí de la, de la entrevista, yo dije que sí, que sí que había animado, y compré un libro de animación, y ese fin de semana estuve leyéndomelo, haciendo una prueba, y se la mandé. That's fantastic. So uh, he, he had like, a, like an interview uh, and it was an interview for an animator and uh, Luis had never done animation in his entire life at this point. But uh, he, he, he told him that he had immediately <laughs> after the interview, he went, picked up a book on animation and spent that entire weekend learning how to do it. Al final me acabaron cogiendo. Tell me. Oh, when was this? Like what year in, in... the world? Uh, like 1998 or 99. Okay, so yeah, went out and grabbed a book on animation in like the 90s. So, he, he, you know, a book, you had to get a book back then. Yeah. <laughs> no YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> y al final, okay. al final me cogieron y, y nada, empecé. La cosa es que se me, la animación se me ha dado bien desde... Sin saberlo yo, se me dio bien desde el principio. Entonces... So they, they actually... Sí. Yeah, they actually chose him for the job. He actually got hired. And uh, animation is something that came just naturally to him. Very, very easy. And, well, here we are now. Sí. Nice. Sí, era una empresa de, en España que se llamaba Enigma. 
y ellos trabajaban para Dynamic, que era, era como una... Era un publisher grande de, de España que hacían el PC Fútbol y cosas así. Y ahí estuve un par de años. So he worked, he, he worked for a company called Enigma in Spain, who, who in turn worked for a, a large publisher uh, that did a lot of work with like, uh, well, soccer, I suppose, yeah. since we're talking <laughs> English now, but it's football. It's football. It's football. Yeah. And he was there for a couple of years. Making games or making just animations? Yeah, animations in, in games. I was the, 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 the solo yeah. animator. Their sole animator? Yeah, we were in, in that time, we were in that team um, for people. Oh, wow. Wow. Um, and well, then what? And then I took off. Uh, <clears throat> I leave that job to, to have a little vacations because in that time we were doing a. a pretty amount of crunch but it was cool I, I was happy to do it but after two years I, I was a little tired and and I I took a, a few months off and then I I came back to that same place mm -hmm. and then uh, Mercury Steam called me it was it was the their first The, the their first game they they were they weren't uh, famous or, or anything and when there did the the interview and and they got me too and that was the first game was Scrabland with American McGee from from Quake yeah and a couple a couple of years I I I I was in that company until now until I left them for work with the Volver. So oh, I, wow, so a long time. Yeah, like Double. like six, 16 or 17 years. <clears throat> That's wild. So in that time they somebody asked if you knew how to program And you lied and said yes, and went and bought a book. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it it was um, we did a, a couple of games first, and I was just mm. animating and and stuff. And then when we, st I think when we started uh, Castlevania: Lords of Shadows, in that time, I I think more or less was the documentary. In the game, the movie, mm -hmm. and I I started messing around uh, at home with uh, Game Maker and and then Unity and whatever, and started to do little little demos, little prototypes, mm -hmm. and then we did the second part and. And yeah, I, I I keep doing it, and the idea for Blixor went more or less from that time, yeah. and and I have I ha, I started to to post uh, gifs on Twitter, and mm -hmm. I think Nigel first 
send me a DM or, or something and I freak out because I, I was already <laughs> very a, a fanboy of Devolver because Hotline Miami and, and all that stuff. And, and yeah, from that moment on, uh, I keep talking to them and, and made the decision to, to, to go indie, full indie. That's amazing. It's incredible. Do you regret it? No, no. I, okay. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I'm happy. I'm happy. Uh, that's fantastic. That's, that's so cool. Um, how so you were still you were still working at the other job and then yeah. just kind of doing bleak sword for fun yeah nigel sees it you guys start talking you take the dive uh what was it like making bleak sword for touch and for apple arcade uh, well it was nigel and andrew and mm-hmm. at first uh, i i was thinking only on on phone like to keep the scope uh, contain. Uh, mm-hmm. I thought because in that time I I was only playing Dark Souls and I thought how how mm. could I do something uh, similar but distill every every bit and and only doing like the the essence of of the combat. And mm-hmm. and on 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 touch, yeah. And, and I, I, because at first the 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 first idea was like a Metroidvania in two D, mm. but but quickly I I I did the a test in three D and and I I love it, and and yeah I I the 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 idea was to to. To manage to manage uh, the same controls of more or less than a, a third person uh, an action RPG with just mm-hmm. one hand. Yeah, you did it really well. Like Vieco and I were, you know, before the call started, gushing about it. But like, like Bleak Sword is beautiful, beautifully animated. That makes sense now. Um, but like the controls were really good for a touch screen. It was surprising how good it was. So good job on that. Thanks. That was great. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's like uh, I I hate the um, the joystick controls on screen from from <clears throat> mobile, and I love what people were doing when when iPhone ca- uh, came up. The the first mm-hmm. games were were like um, very. Im- uh, now Vieco <ríe> era muy dale, dale. era como muy como los controles eran muy creativos y muy adaptados al propio al propio teléfono Luis loved the fact that the early games on the iPhone uh, adapted very well to the phone itself they were fairly creative they were taking risks at the time yeah 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 because it was new and the, yeah, everything was, they were just figuring it out and finding what worked. And yeah. now there's the standardization where people are like, oh, you're going to use your left. Like yeah. they're trying to make it more familiar to people instead of making it more purpose built for the phone. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think that's what makes that's what makes Bleak Sword play so well on the on the Apple devices is like it's clearly not trying to. I mean, you already we already you already said it, but like you did it well. Like it's not trying to be a controller. It is a touchscreen. It is that experience. Mm -hmm. um, and it doesn't feel like it's adapted because it's built for it. And that's that's really great. Um, was there a lot of did you was there a lot of feedback? Like, did you get like, you know, I'm I guess I'm I must admit I'm more familiar with Steam. But like, was there a lot of feedback reviews, people saying that they enjoyed the game or what their experience was like? Yeah, on, on Apple, uh, there was a, a lot of feedback. Yeah. And yeah. Right now, I, uh, there's a, a lot of reviews and from all the spectrum, I, uh, people that do, don't get the controls and that's fine, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, Well, and then, so now we've got DX on the way. Yeah. Uh, what is new about DX? Well, I, I, I started to think because from the start when, when the, whatever exclusivity contract we had, uh, there were talks about how we were going to port the game, like one-on-one -on -one, uh, port or something like that. And, and I thought that because, because I was new to programming, uh, the code for Blixor original is unmanageable. And I thought maybe I could I could do everything from scratch again and and improve on on visual effects taking advantage of of the power of the pc and and stuff and i did that so yeah more more particles more effects uh, a new uh, changes in the in the in the ai and and the balance because playing with a controller is is easier yeah and stuff like that did you say you rebuilt the whole yeah game yeah from, from scratch <laughs> the, the code the code is all new from from scratch that's amazing i would not have known that looking at it yeah because that's, the, the, that's great the first code is is, is like eh, como un castillo de naipes a punto de caerse mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the first, the first code base is like a house of cards, just about to break. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah. So this one's like a house of dominoes. Yeah, a little more uh, stable. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah. So DX is adapted for the controller, obviously. Uh, so for people playing on Steam, you won't have to touch your monitors. Um, and we have what is it? Do we have? We've got platforms announced, don't we? Hmm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> give me just the one second. The problem with knowing everything yeah. is that you can't, I think. Let's just, let's just make sure so we don't have to edit this out. So like, uh, I'm going to have to edit this part no matter what. Mm -hmm. That's the problem with knowing everything is like, like every week I want to start and I want to talk about like upcoming news in Devolver Digital, but I don't remember <laughs> what I'm allowed to talk about and what I'm not allowed to talk about. I remember all kinds of stuff, but I don't want to say anything I'm not allowed to say. So the way that we have gone around this uh, is to, you know, 
I mean, uh, that it is coming soon to the Switch. Switch is okay. in, in the trailer, yeah. so so that's yeah. Okay. okay, okay, good. Yeah, Switch is in the trailer. All right, yeah. Switch and PC are for sure the things that we're talking about. I just okay, cool. Switch is what I was thinking about. Cool, great, great, cool, good. We don't have to edit this out now. Just smooth <laughs> podcasting. Yeah. Um. So, and, and I, because I wanted to check, so with DX, there is no touch control anymore. Like, even on the no. Switch, you can't use touch. It's all, it's all controller now. Yeah, it's now it's game. thinking only uh, uh, designed for controller and the, the AI yeah. and, and all the, uh, depends yeah. around, around that. Nice, nice. Um. Nice. So yeah, that's soon. We're not saying when. Good job, JM. Thanks, JM. Marketing. Um, oh, and of course, the demo is available on Steam right now, though. Yeah. Um, has the feed? Has has the demo been going? Has it been good feedback so far? Yeah, I think so. Uh, and and this has been feedback uh, very helpful. Very helpful. Like. People playing on on ultra HD monitors, yeah, and stuff like that. That I, I didn't uh, I didn't plan around that, and and thanks to mm. that, uh, the game is going. I think is going to be a lot more uh, solid. Yeah, the uh, the sound effects. I remember got a lot of attention yeah. uh, on the Steam demo. Do you want to talk about the the sound design of uh, of Bleak Sword? Yeah, it was fun. Like uh, when I first started talking about music and sound effect with with Nigel, uh, he told me like a list of people to do it, mm-hmm. and I saw uh, Jim Guthrie like the music, and mm-hmm. and and. Before that, I I I think I before I speak to the I talk to the barber I I talk to with Juna Turner, okay, the, oh, yeah. the sound designer, and yeah, and yeah, like I I love uh, his work on 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 what well, what is the the game like the Nuclear Throne uh, and all that, and yeah, yeah. I I. I mentioned that to Nigel and he told me that Jonas was great and uh, we did it. And we talked about, uh, uh, with Jonas have a lot of ideas like uh, doing everything with the mouth, like mm-hmm. like 90% of the game uh, is, is him uh, uh, doing sound effects with his mouth and then... Uh, modifying it with effects and all kind of crazy stuff, yeah. <laughs> and it was. Great. So it's not you. I thought it was you. No, no, it was all Jonas. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's still great. Yeah, it was. It was a lot of fun. Like I was, I was playing, uh, you know, doing this, recording the stream for Steam, and it was fighting the slimes. And I was like, wait a minute, <laughs> that is a mouth sound. And then suddenly it started to click. Like everything I'm hearing is a mouth yeah. sound. It's fantastic. Um, and it really is nice. Like it adds. So for anyone who hasn't seen Bleak Sword DX, like I said, there's a demo on Steam. So go get it. Um, and wishlist it. So when the full game comes out, you can buy it. 
Um, but it's very, you know, like you said earlier, if you were distilling the combat elements of a Dark Souls kind of game into something very simple. So these, every level is like a little diorama mm -hmm. and enemies pop up and you fight them, you dodge and you attack with your sword and stuff like that. And it's all very, um, maybe quaint isn't quite the right word, but it, it feels very handmade. It feels very small in a good way. Um, and so those mouth noises being the sounds kind of add to that very personal effect and that personal vibe. Um, and I love it. Yeah. So it all fits together beautifully. Um, what games inspire you? I mean, obviously Dark Souls, right? Mm -hmm. Dark Souls for sure. And what else? Um, yeah. And more like games. Uh, I'm a huge fan of uh, Berserk and all that oh, nice. dark fantasy stuff. I, I love it. I love Diablo. Mm. Every dark fantasy game I, I usually love yeah. and 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 also also I, I love the I love uh, minimalism in art. So I, yeah. I love uh, in pixel art specifically I love uh, uh, representing whatever stuff in the in the least amount of pixels possible. Mm -hmm. And that's what I tried uh, with Billy Sword. But I love it in, in other games like in Sword and Sorcery. I love mm -hmm. the, the pixel art style there. Nice. Yeah, it's amazing what people like you and like that are really good at it. It's how how much you can get the imagination to do with just like one pixel up or one pixel down and suddenly it's a whole different posture that a character's in. It's a whole different mood. Um, do you have, obviously you are working on Bleak Sword DX right now. We've got that coming up. Do you have uh, future projects in mind or are you excited about things in the future? Or are you right here right now for now? Yeah, no, I, I have like a, uh... 30 or 40 prototypes with stuff that I... I... Just a few days. <laughs> yeah, so, something... <laughs> sometimes I, I start I start some prototype to to learn how to do uh, some mechanic or some programming yeah. style or some, some trick or, or whatever. And, and yeah, I have like a lot of uh, semi prototypes that I would love to to see them as a final game but but yeah I have a, a lot of things that I would like to do cool sweet <laughs> well yeah hopefully you you come do those with us or you could go do you know with somebody good but or you could also <laughs> do them with us you know whatever you got options um Well, I have a couple of questions for you. Yeah. Um, what was the most challenging, uh, you know, bit of the development for the game? Like what, you know, if, if you had any roadblocks, uh, what were they? Yeah, it was, it was pretty smooth uh, until the end. But when, when Apple came along, uh, there was a lot of, with the, with Apple Arcade, 
on launch, we had to to have the not only on iPhone, but we have to have versions on on iPad and and TV and Apple TV and MacOS. And we had to do a lot of uh, I had to do a lot of stuff and like you said before, like a house of cards and and that only adds add, add to it because it was it was a little difficult to add the the requirements but yeah but did you did you find your yeah did you find yourself having to refactor a lot of the games so that it would work in different screens yeah some some parts and we had to to add uh, a a, con, a control scheme for the for mac and I think in Mac uh, they it was mandatory doing do the um, the the game runs on keyboard and and controller and doing that when all the game was centered around touch control it, it was a little difficult but uh, it, I think it it come it came out pretty well. Yeah, I have to agree for sure. So it, it probably helped you as well, you know, in a way, without knowing uh, it, towards the X, because you know, it laid the foundation. Yeah, yeah. I'm assuming, right? Yeah, yeah. Is it what? What is it built in? The Unity. Original League Sword. It's Unity. It's okay. Unity. Okay. Very cool. Is it still Unity? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I tried uh, Unreal, and and even now that that I'm progressing a bit in, in coding I, I started doing a, a little engines by myself but uh-huh. uh, they can be commercially <laughs> available uh, no they can compete with unity and, and unreal that have thousands of people working on it what are you excited about folks what are you excited about people experiencing in DX? I think I think a lot a lot of people that play on PC I don't think they they are the same as in mobile. So mm-hmm. I think the majority of people that that play on PC would be new players so I'm excited to see how they react to the game. And how yeah. they control and everything. Whole new audience. Yeah. There was that that kind of that that experience because for a lot of people on PC, this is going to be just a whole new thing because the things that happened on Apple Arcade. If you weren't on Apple Arcade, you kind of just didn't know about yeah. it. Yeah. And so it's it's cool to see this game get another another round. I have another question about coding. Um, Code it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so okay. So you you taught yourself animation from a book. Yeah. And did you go about the same way with uh, with coding as yeah, well? Yeah, like more or less. But, but from, it, from scratch. Yeah, yeah. But, but when when I started learning code, uh, then the internet was <laughs> was around and it was much easier. And also uh, working on Mercury Steam, uh, a lot of my f- close friends are coders very good coders, in fact, so they teach me bits, or if I have some questions, I, I can I can 
refer to them and they will help me. And get past it, yeah. yeah. So yeah. it's C-sharp, obviously, right? C-sharp. But yeah, then I, I started going the rabbit hole of C++, C, uh, assembly for NES only, <laughs> and <laughs> crazy stuff like that. <laughs> Do you have any thoughts about reaching back into the old teams of people you worked with and dragging some of them into the indie world with you? Yeah, it's something... It, that's that's great because if, for example, if, if Blixor does great or whatever, I I have like a lot of people I can call and they're, they are uh, full professionals. Like the, like, uh, uh, the, the, the water reflection in Blixor, the, mm. the shader, that, that shader was made by a friend of mine, Gabriel, that work that working with me and work with uh, in Red Red Dead Redemption Two, he was doing wow. the the wind, the wind physics, all the wind physics. Yeah, in yeah. Red Dead is the same person that did the water shaker. Yeah, and now in and now uh, th- uh, that friend is in is in Unity. He's working in Unity. Oh, nice. So okay. So that's oh, wait, wait, so he worked, this, this person works at Unity, yeah. at the company. Right now, yeah. Oh, great. Okay. Very nice. Dang. Wow. That's, uh, Nigel's going to be really excited to hear about that. Yeah, no kidding. Because he, he, totally he has been taking credit for Red Dead Redemption for years. <laughs> he gets to take credit for this as well. <laughs> so... So yeah. yeah, this is a clear tie between us and Red Dead. <laughs> yeah, the, so you're saying there would not have been wind in Red Dead Redemption Two if there hadn't been water, water in, in Bleak Sword. Yeah, Bleak Sword. <laughs> that, that's exactly yeah. how I heard it too, Jay. I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad you wrote that. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's yeah. that's so cool. Hey, Luis. Um, uh, quick question: um, Do you participate in uh, game jams at all? No. Is this something you do? I mean, it it's something I I do like uh, by myself, but I don't like uh, the the other Spanish team, the uh, construct team, like they yeah. participate in a lot of jams, but but yeah, no, I I didn't have. I don't. It's like uh, whenever I start a, a prototype. Uh, I'm 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 not uh, that confident to to share that with with people. It's it's like I want to do like a lot of small stuff, but only for for learning certain types of of things. And mm-hmm. yeah, and that never sees the the light of day. The light of day, yeah. Yeah, the little experiments. Yeah, yeah. for for learning, like uh, I have uh, prototypes, like doing like a doom clone, a quake clone, a, a stuff to to how how para para expandir mi conocimiento y saber hacer un poco de todo. En el caso de sí, eh, eh, 
he the, the, the prototypes Luis takes on are, are, are for him to expand his knowledge into into like you know I guess I guess he's toolkit in, in this in a way right yeah 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 sounds like you're very practical yeah you get you get down to the point you know you just you just yeah you go you, you yeah, go after once, something that you haven't learned and you, and yeah. once I yeah. uh, have something like like what I was thinking running then stop that and move to another thing move to another thing okay um have you you mentioned before you mentioned that you've tried uh, some engines was did you mean you've tried to make your own engine or you've tried to use things like uh, say game maker yeah or, both um, i i started Godot. i started with yeah. game maker then unity then i tried a little bit on Un and unreal and then mm -hmm. come back to unity and then yeah i i have a few mini engines you could say uh, only programming only coding but but yeah that that's only for for learning because at the end of the day uh, unity the cross uh, the cross platform of unity it's it's practical to to doing to do whatever whatever it is there hard to beat right yeah it's hard to be especially once you've like uh spent quite a bit of time with the tool you know it so well yeah and and, um, I, and i'm not a real coder like so so yeah, yeah. so yeah it's, it's easier i don't i don't yeah, know how you measure like not a real code yeah i don't know how you measure <laughs> if you're a real coder or not i mean <laughs> you just you just made this game that you know feels fantastic with touch which is no small feat um yeah. great on that note, I mean, like there was this one thing, um, and I made a note. It's like right in here. I made a note to to ask you about it, right? The the, the one thing that always grabbed me about both uh, the the original Bleak Sword as well as the X is how entwined, como están tan 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 juntas, the 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 sound with, uh, you know, the action as you're moving it. It's almost and correct me if I'm wrong, it feels like something is pausing or slowing down in time and those two kind of like clap at the same time. And it yeah, feels they, so they are, they natural, are, you know? Uh, a lot of... And that that stuff I learned working on, on Mercury's team. Like all the... the how, how do you say in English? The hit, hit, hit pause effect. Okay. Yeah. ¿Sabes? En español es un poco la, la paradita antes de, de este. La paradita antes de este. Que hace that it makes uh, the heat or the, the blow it amplifies. Anime, anime does, does that very well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we try to do well, that excellent. Yeah. In, the, in the combat design, design in the first Lords of Shadow. Uh, we spend a lot of time looking at God of War 1 and 2 and a lot of games, uh, Devil May Cry and all of that and how they they do the, the pauses and, and, and stuff. Well, it's excellently executed in Blake Sword. It really does feel so natural, especially yeah. on the movement. And it's one th the one thing that blew my mind, right? Like when you were... You doing touch controls with that it's just 
next level stuff. So Thank not you. bad for a non coder or <laughs> not a real coder or whatever you yeah, want. Yeah, you should learn how to code. Yeah, you should totally learn how to code. Do you have any advice for for up and coming, you know, indies or or, or people who want to get into this developers? Uh, just uh, start doing little things. I a lot of people say that, but but it's true. You start doing a mini platformer, and you do one one level, and then move to another one, and start. I I think it's the same like like do it jumps. You do one kind of game, and then another one, and then another one, and all that knowledge is uh, accumulative. Mm-hmm. So I I would just throw throw myself at it and. Yeah. And whatever happens. Nice. You got any more, Vieco? Thanks for asking, by the way. I love it. I man, I mean, I can continue talking about this for 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 a while here. So, but I was actually going to pass it on to you, JM, if there was anything else that you I, wanted to I hear. I did about. all my like soft fluff questions. And I was like, <laughs> oh no. So so you want to move? You want to move on to the hard stuff? Yeah. 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 Oh no, I don't have. I, there, no, all my questions are just fluff. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, no, no, no. I, I have one more. I have one more for you, Luis. Yeah. Uh, if you could do anything different, like if you had, a, if you had a chance to do Bleak Sword again, uh, is there anything that you would do different? Like in the original one or in the one? In the original one. In the original one. Yeah. I mean, maybe I, I will spend a, a few more months learning to program or coding before, <laughs> before just starting the game but but yeah no i think i i did exactly what what i wanted to do so yeah. so yeah i i i don't have any regrets excellent excellent answer and it, it um do you think that the limitations that a platform like the iphone give you uh help you get to get to that point yeah yeah, definitely. I think, uh, this... and that, and that's one thing I I would recommend to people starting that as well. Uh, every constraint you can have is is good because you have to uh, imagine or, or or do something more creative, and and you are not in that uh, vast space of of I can do whatever. Mm-hmm. You do one little thing and and scope ar- around that and i think that that's a lot better for for people starting it's another excellent point so then, and on, on yeah. the note of limitations have you ever tried uh pico 8 just curious. no but but i i would love it because uh i i don't know it that that's uh using like a proprietary language or, or I don't know it, it is like a pseudo it's a pseudo language it's, it's very um, ah, yeah yeah I think it's, I it's very simple know. I think you would definitely love it because as you just said right now right like you know the limitations and the constraints you know make make you or force you to be more creative so it's the same sort of idea it's a self-contained what do they call themselves again um, uh, fantasy console so you're yeah. building in this very strict, you know, uh, color palette, very strict amount of, of of lines of code or whatever it is. So just curious, really. Like I think I think it would be 
I would love to see why you come up with something like that. I I, I did something like in, in coding in like I said before in 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 Atari and in NES, just for learning assembly language, but just yeah. a little sprite moving around and that. But yeah, I I would love to do something like. I don't know if you guys know uh, Mina de Hollower, the game. Mina de Hollower. Yeah, it's it's like the next game from uh, oh, Shovel Knight. Shovel Knight people? Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, like yeah. a that game color game. I, yeah. I love that that uh, constraints the of the Game Boy Color. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, they were showing that at East. Hey, I, I, I have not seen this. I'm going to have to check it out. Well, thank you for coming on the show. Thank you, Vieco, for not only translating, but being here and, and co-hosting. Um, thank you, Luis, for for sharing your story and how you've gotten here and, and what you're doing. It's astonishing. Um, thank you for having me. Uh, I think, yeah, we're, we're big fans of you and, mm -hmm. and what you're doing and what you're going to do, I think. Um, so I hope you know, I, if you haven't, I hope the broken English is, is not too painful to hear to the people. <laughs> no, your English is your English is actually yeah. very good. I, at one point at the beginning, yeah. I was like, oh, "What am I doing here?" This person <laughs> <Yeah>. not sending me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, you say "unreal" much prettier than we do. Yeah, um, Unreal. The yes. Unreal Engine, Unreal, Unreal, Unreal. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Unreal. Unreal. Unreal is much better. Yeah. Unreal. Yeah. Um, no, it's yeah, it's been wonderful. Yeah, thank you for for sharing with us, and uh, yeah, I hope you uh, hope you bring any future projects our way because yeah, I, I don't know if you've enjoyed your time working with Devolver Digital. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. no big deal. Whatever. We're big fans of you, and and yeah. definitely looking forward to whatever any of this thirty or forty or whatever projects <laughs> you have that you're bringing yeah. out to life. You know, we're looking forward to it for sure. Great, thank God, you. God, I hope you learned how to code. <laughs> Can you, you imagine? Knew how to code. I, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. You know, and I don't know. Maybe read a second book on animation. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, taking some courses. What you <laughs> <do>. <laughs> yeah, God, please. Uh, no, you're wonderful, and we love what you do. Um, do you have some place online that people can follow you or, or anything? Do you have an itch.io or anything no, like just, that? No, uh, just just Twitter. And um, I don't know Look for how long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that whole thing. Nobody does. Uh, yeah. oh, fucking. <laughs> Ugh. Uh, uh, uh. I don't even know what. Ah, yeah. Ah, what? The, the name of the company. Uh, More 8 bit. Hashtag More. Hashtag. M O R. More? I 8 B I T. Oh. More 8 bit. More 8 bit. Yeah. Yeah. Number 8. Well, thank you for being here. Thanks, Vieco. And um, Jared's not here, so I'm going to do the thing for Devolver uh, where we say that if you want to follow Devolver on the flaming remains of Twitter, there's like a doge on it now. He put a fucking doge on the Twitter. I don't know if you guys have seen Twitter has a doge now. Yeah. A doge? What? It's ruining the doge for me. The doge. The, the little the, dog. It's, a, it's a, the picture of the dog that's looking ah, over its shoulder. Okay, okay. Now that is on Twitter as part of Twitter, because of course it fucking is. <laughs> um, but at Devolver Digital on Twitter, on the flaming remains of Twitter, or devolverdigital.com, the internet website, because the internet's still up. 
So that's the thing. Uh, we've got twitch.tv slash Devolver Digital. We've got discord.gg slash Devolver Digital, where there is a channel in there to talk about the forecast and talk to us about what you love, about what you've heard in the forecast or what you hated. But please don't tell us what you hated. We're sensitive. Um, and then there's TikTok and there's Instagram and there's a Facebook and you could go to any of those sites, follow Devolver Digital and all of your dreams and wishes will come true. Guaranteed, not a guarantee. Uh, we'll be back in a couple weeks, but yeah, in the meantime, go to Steam, download the Bleak Sword DX demo, play it. It's good. It's fun. Does the save data, is the save data going to carry over to the, no. to the full release? No. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. Real gamers know that they got to do it twice. Um... But yeah, and you know, if you do want to get it on Switch, is it is it wish listable on Switch already? Mm. I you can bookmark so. the page. Does it have? And I don't. And I, no, I don't. I don't think it's actually up. To be honest with you, it's not up. Whatever. No. Well, wish list it on Steam, you animals. And <laughs> yeah. then when it comes up on there, just remember that you meant to buy it on Switch or buy it on both. I don't care. Give <laughs> yeah. us your money. And you can um, also you can also just hit up uh, bleaksort.com. All the links, all the important oh, yeah. links are there. Uh, the trailer's there. And the, the webpage like, is, you know, is incredible. You know, shout out to Eli, who, yeah. who continues Eli. To, to, to blow everybody's mind and, and, you know, makes me incredibly jealous because I don't get to make all the websites. Anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's got to be scary for devs sometimes to, like, make a game and then Eli, like, eats their game and, like, turns it into a web page. Yeah. Uh, like anyway he doesn't even code either like you know that's a funny thing imagine if he like learned code. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> insane well thanks for being here uh thanks for listening everybody and bye.